Hi, everyone, and welcome to season two of the Infinite Capacity Podcast. I'm your host, Andrea Morton, here to give you world-class life coaching tips, tools, and strategies that are especially helpful for moms in midlife, and also to share the fascinating stories of incredible women just like you who are doing the work to reach toward their own infinite capacity. Now let's get started with this week's episode. Hey everybody, happy new year and happy 2022. You might notice that my voice is a little bit froggy today. I have been under the weather for about a week, but I'm coming out of it and I hope that you enjoyed a wonderful and uplifting holiday season. And if it wasn't so wonderful or uplifting for you, I'm really glad that you find yourself here today listening to this podcast because I have some beautiful things to share with you that just may cheer you up a little bit. Here in Southern California today, it happens to be unreasonably beautiful outside, which is something that I appreciate even more because my children and I have recently returned from beautiful British Columbia, where we happen to be there for the coldest day that they have had on record in 52 years. It was crazy freezing cold, like 15 degrees Fahrenheit during much of our trip there, and it snowed very heavily. And it was, of course, gorgeous. And so we got used to spending 10 minutes each day putting on all of our layers and then 10 minutes at the end of the day taking off all of our layers. And that's probably why we got sick. But the snow was so beautiful and we all really felt like we had taken a fairy tale adventure into a winter wonderland. So cheers to all of you listeners out there who live in the snow all of the time. You're amazing. And we are so happy that we had that experience, but we're also really glad to be back home in California. Today's podcast is really special to me because it revolves around a small but magical moment that happened to me a few weeks ago, and I'm really excited to share it with you. So let me give you the setup. I often take walks in my neighborhood to try to get a little bit of fresh air and exercise. And so I happened to be walking on um, a street called Brindisi. It was a sunny Saturday afternoon in December. Um, It was a little bit before Christmas. And I was walking right behind a gray cat with a white dot on the edge of its tail, which, you know, I thought was kind of cute. And all of a sudden, I came across a large cardboard box sitting on the corner next to someone's property, and it was just full of books. And that really caught my attention because books are basically my favorite thing in the whole world. And written in large capital letters on the cardboard box in black marker, it said, free books, with an exclamation point. And that was so unexpected because I'm used to coming across lending libraries in our neighborhood, some of which are even built out of wood and have nice windows on the front so you can see all the books that are sitting there waiting for someone to borrow them. But it's not very often that I come across a box in my neighborhood that just says free books. So as I mentioned, for me, books are without any question the most wonderful treasure that you could ever run across because They're full of ideas and adventures and explorations and potential. They're just my favorite things. So to have a box of 40 or 50 of them in good condition, including comic books, 
just sitting there neatly organized and ripe for the taking. Well, this was just a mind-blowing surprise for me. It was almost like waking up to have somebody remind you that today's your birthday or it's your wedding anniversary when you'd forgotten. Anyway, it was a really joyful moment of celebration. And it was even more surprising to me, considering that it was late afternoon when I was walking, that not many people seemed to have taken any of the books from the box. So I began to look at all of the titles. And so first my eye was caught right away by a guidebook to Paris. And that makes sense because I love to travel. And then as I continued to scan the titles, my eyes caught upon a book called A Simple Act of Gratitude, written by a man named John Kralik. And that one really captured me because the message on the cover said, how learning to say thank you changed my life. And I thought, oh my gosh, this is a book that I am meant to read. So I picked that book out of the box and I held it in my arms like it was made out of platinum and emeralds. And it just felt like the most wonderful surprise ever. And then I also picked up 10% Happier by Dan Harris, which turned out to be about meditation, and 20 Years Younger by Bob Green. And I felt really excited about all three of these delightful books. And I also felt like life had just reached out and given me a big hug because out of nowhere, something interesting and delightful had fallen into my lap in a way that was so unexpected, just right in the middle of my walk. And having that experience reminded me of the way that life can bring us little gifts, not just tangible gifts, but experiences or interactions, conversations. They can happen in an instant when you're least expecting them just like the person who goes out of their way to hold a door open for you when your arms are full, or a barista at a cafe that you like to go to who always tries to remember your order or your name when you come in. And I feel like those things are little gifts too. So this is what I want to talk to you about on the podcast today. I want to talk to you about little unexpected gifts and also about gratitude. As we kick off our new year in 2022, I want to talk with you about how sometimes it's the small and unexpected gifts that life brings us that yield the greatest joy. And it's important to remember that we too can create or give small and unexpected gifts for others and that giving itself, just the act of giving, can be incredibly joyful too. So often we're looking for a present because there's an occasion like someone's birthday or maybe it's a holiday or recently it was Christmas, but it isn't very often that people just give gifts for no reason. A gift that's given just because. But I love this concept of an unexpected gift, especially in the month of January. Who on earth is expecting an unexpected gift in the month of January? After, you know, King's Day is over in Latin countries, there's just really not a lot of, you know, holiday-ing that's done in January where gifts are expected. So January is a perfect month for an unexpected gift. And unexpected gifts, they don't have to be costly. They don't have to be anything you buy at the store. They could be handmade, like a card you drew, a picture, or a special pebble you found on the beach, one of those really nice pieces of beach glass, maybe, or a shell a flower you picked out of your garden, something that you cooked and then you shared a little of the extra or leftovers with somebody else. My son's girlfriend, for example, 
is always baking, and she kindly shares her baked treasures with her friends and her family, and even with us, her boyfriend's family, and it never fails to bring a huge smile to everybody's face when she sends home with our son a plate of home-baked cookies, because we know that she made them for us herself with time and care, and that makes them taste especially special. A good friend of mine recently shared on her podcast that her wife had made her coupons for a year's worth of dates. What a fantastic surprise. Can you imagine not having to plan a single date all year long and still having so many great fun experiences to look forward to, including walks and dinners and movies and lots more? So that's a cool surprise too. Some amazing parents I know sometimes surprise their children by taking them out of school unexpectedly, very rarely, to have a fun family adventure, like going to Disneyland. And because it's so rare and so unexpected, their kiddos are always thrilled and surprised, and this keeps their life feeling really magical. Their expressions of joy when these things happen are contagious. So that's a cool way of surprising someone also. And colleagues can surprise each other, like with small cards or emails of appreciation, or even just by offering to help share part of a heavy workload or cover a shift to make their colleague's life a little easier. Last year, my brother and my sister and I decided to surprise our mother with a kitten. She had no idea where she was being driven to until we actually had them arrive at the animal shelter. And she was shocked. But within a few minutes of meeting the adorable ball of fluff that became her new little best friend, my mom was in love. Mischievous, beautiful kitten Lily had become part of our family. There are so many ways that you can create joy for another person and so many ways to surprise them that don't cost anything at all. You could invite your friend to a board game night or pull a group of coworkers together for a potluck and a sing-along. You can include somebody who often gets left out, or think about someone who's often forgotten. And that's a pretty cool way to surprise someone in life also. In this brand new season full of promise, in a new year, now that we've wrapped up the Christmas holidays, which can be so full of materialism, I just want to challenge all of my listeners to think about the tiny, unexpected gifts that come from the heart, both to notice these gifts as others bring them into your life and to think about creating those gifts and spreading them widely. Create some small, unexpected joys for the people in your life. How could you surprise someone today? How could you help someone today? How could you put yourself out there in a way that you haven't put yourself out there before, or maybe just not for a little while? What could you give to someone? Even if you had no time, no money, no room for extras, what could you do to surprise someone in your life and make their day? Sometimes it's as simple as a phone call, just picking up the phone rather than texting and calling someone just to tell them how much they mean to you. Who expects a call like that in the middle of January? But wouldn't it be great to receive one? And I have a dear friend who, when I shared on text that I had been diagnosed with a sickness and was feeling really under the weather, 
surprised me by going to pick up my prescriptions and bring me flowers just because. And that was an absolutely amazing surprise. So I did ultimately read John Kralik's wonderful book that I found that day in the box about gratitude. And I encourage you to get your own copy too and enjoy the journey that he goes on from feeling despondent and disconnected from his own life to connected, thriving, full of love and success. So I'll put a link to the book here in the show notes in case you'd like to buy one of your own or even give it a copy of it to somebody that you care about that you think might enjoy it because it is a really sweet read. The author found his way from sorrow to joy through the power of gratitude and taking the time to write and send thank you notes every day to people who had impacted his life, big and small. So he shares what started out for him as an experiment. It was a quest to send 365 thank you notes in one year, but it turned into a way of life for him. Focusing on being grateful transformed his difficulties and his fears, and expressing gratitude enriched his life. I found the author's message to be easy to understand and so uplifting. In fact, I've begun to follow in his footsteps and actively write and mail thank you notes to people who've gone out of their way to help make life a little sweeter or gentler. Like the nurse who gave me my COVID-19 booster shot a few weeks ago, or the girl at Post Atlantic who helped notarize some documents for my husband and me during a particularly stressful morning. And what I've noticed is that it doesn't actually take very long to say thank you to somebody in writing, and it feels really good to put that stamp on the envelope and then put the envelope into the post box because you know that you've just put something good out into the world with zero expectation of anything in return which feels like a joyful, almost revolutionary act. I have a friend who happens to be really, really good at thank you notes. She's super consistent about sending them, and she always manages to put her whole heart into her words so that even a simple thank you for a birthday present feels like an affirmation of our friendship and all things good in the world. She must have a file folder in her home that is just stuffed full of thank you cards waiting for all occasions because she never fails to send them right away, even if it's just a thank you note for a dinner party. And when I receive her cards in the mail, it's always such a welcome surprise. And it never fails to put a smile on my face because I'm always touched that she noticed even the smallest things and then took the time to be thankful for them. I'm so grateful to have a friend who's that good at saying thank you And I hope that in time, with practice, I'll get there too and have that kind of consistency. There's a lot of research about gratitude that underlines why her words of thankfulness actually really matter. For example, the Greater Good Science Center at UC Berkeley shares that gratitude is associated with many benefits for individuals, including feeling better physically and psychologically, having better health, increased happiness and life satisfaction, decreased materialism, and much more. Some studies suggest that grateful people may actually be healthier, happier, and less likely to suffer from burnout. Keeping a gratitude journal or writing a letter of gratitude can increase your overall happiness or mood. 
Kevin Cruz, who's the CEO of LeadX and the author of Great Leaders Have No Rules, wrote for Forbes magazine that gratitude helps us to overcome our negativity bias. Practicing gratitude also allows our brains to release serotonin and dopamine, which are two feel-good chemicals that make a big difference in our willpower, our mood, and our motivation. Cruz points out that practicing gratitude helps us to train our brains to focus on what's going well versus what isn't. That practice leads to mental and physical positive outcomes. So listeners, as we head together into this beautiful, brand new, perfect year of 2022, which hasn't been marred yet with crazy news headlines, challenges, or disappointments, other than a lot of people getting diagnosed with COVID right now, and so I really hope you get well soon if that's you. Other than that, let's consider how noticing how life's beautiful surprises, like giving small unexpected gifts to others and filling our lives with sincere gratitude, might help each of us pave the way toward a happier and healthier day-to-day. Let's try together to say thank you a little bit more and spend our time in traffic thinking about the little things that we could do cheaply and creatively to brighten someone else's day. If you happen to have a cardboard box and some old books laying around that you don't want to read again, maybe consider writing free books, exclamation point, on it, and then putting your box of kindness out on the street corner this week, because you just never know who may be walking by and how your act of selfless giving might make an incredibly happy impact for someone just like me. And that's what I have for you this week. By the way, it is not too late for you to join the Growth and Grace Coaching Collective which is off to a phenomenal start and a huge, amazing group of members. Even though our founding membership sale has now ended, you can still purchase your monthly membership for a very good price, only $37 a month. So if you're looking for an incredible value program, complete with six online courses, private one-to-one and group coaching, and question and answer sessions, consider joining the wonderful large group of women who have already become members. We have accountability partners that are available upon request. It's really a masterpiece of a program. At only $37 per month, that's less than half the price of a single normal coaching session. If you'd like to sign up or just learn more about it, come to our website, which is www.growthandgracecoaching.com. Or... If you'd just like to find out more about how you can be coached privately by me, Andrea Morton, please visit me at www.thinktothrivecoaching.com. Wishing you an amazing new year. If you like today's podcast, please consider leaving a five-star review on your favorite podcasting platform, such as Apple Podcasts, and then sharing it with a friend. The best way for these stories and strategies to change women's lives for the better is by sharing them with the people that we care about. You can follow or message me, Andrea Morton, at Think to Thrive Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. And if you want to know more about the life-changing one-to-one work that I do with midlife moms, please check out my website at www.thinktothrivecoaching.com. 
We'll be back in two weeks with another great episode. Really looking forward to seeing you then.